Hi, good evening. My name is Jay Rothman. I am the host of the show. Welcome to Real Men, Real Talk Live! Welcome back to episode 133, the last episode of 2022. Again, my name is Jay, wow. I'm the show, and I'm excited to introduce this evening my co-host, Evis Love Heath, the man of the land from down under. He calls Australia home. Welcome back, Evis Love. As always, brothers and sisters, mm. let's dive in deep tonight, man. Let's go. We have Jeff Fasano coming in from Nashville, Tennessee. Welcome back, Jeff Fasano. I don't agree with you, Ev. I think we should not dive in deep and just skim the surface. Ooh, I like that, Jeff. That, that'd be a first. But if it be the last show we do then. So we just talk about the weather and really. Uh, let's, just, yeah. let's just skim the surface. Well, you know, all those things that people are tired of hearing about. <laughs> but in any event, we have Jay Ritter, known as Josh Richard, coming in from Southern California. I want to take a moment here to welcome you gentlemen back tonight. I also want to take time to acknowledge and welcome back all of our viewers and listeners. Uh, we appreciate you. Without you, we'd just be four men sitting in our home studios having a conversation. But instead, we, uh, you inspire us to show up each week. Where I think we're in almost year three now. Uh, year three right now, uh, episode 133 in the, the last episode for 2022. If you should hear something that you like or love, we invite you to tap your love button and light us up on your monitor. If you should have any questions, feel free to drop them down into your comments, and we'll do our best to acknowledge as many questions as possible. Tonight's episode is, who are you choosing to be in 23? And, um, you know, are you ready for your New Year's resolutions or for an internal revolution? What will it take for you to evolve or resolve in a new year? Are you ready to heal your perspective today? What have you learned this year that you can bring into the new year for deeper growth and inner peace? How can we break our old cycles and patterns to become the year of you, blossoming like a lotus flower? And are you ready to let go of the old and stepping into the flow for infinite possibilities in 2023? And of course, the most important question, why do resolutions and goals typically not work for many of us? What's the difference between goals and intentions? And which is in more in alignment with your soul? Is your goals or intentions? And Evis Love, we're going to invite you to kick us off tonight, get us hot, and get this show going for the last of 2022. Yeah, thank you, my brother. And a lot to talk about there that you've dropped in. But uh, as always, here in the land down under, thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart for this year, this whole year, brothers and sisters, for all you brothers and sisters that come out here weekly, support us day in, day out. We really appreciate it of you. And we just want to start off by showing our gratitude for this year, which has been beautiful. And it is really a time of the year, particularly after we get past hopefully the festivities 
of the Christ Mass or the Christmas holidays, where I find just in this little portal between Christmas and what we have here in the land down under tomorrow night, New Year's Eve, you guys on the other side on the day after, is a nice little portal for at least us to be able to do a little bit of self-renewal. And I feel this time of the year is a beautiful time, like I said. It's a powerful tool to use that allows us to really reflect on what's really happened through the year that's gone by or that is just about to move into the new year. And this allows us to open up to things like hope. It allows us to open up our mind and heart to welcome in fresh opportunities. It literally is, to me, an opportunity to wake up. Wake up, smell the coffee, smell the kombucha, smell the herbal tea, whatever gets you on those high vibes, <laughs> to allow you to see areas within your life that, no, you don't necessarily have to fix, that you may want to attend to, that you may not have paying enough care to through the here. Those particular areas, particularly in my life, that I really you know uh, tend to, and uh, I really encourage clients to as well. Obviously, within your relationships, I mean, put up your hand out there, brothers and sisters, if you had to let go of people this year. Mm. Come on, man! It mm. happens in your career, in your wealth. Put up your hand this year, my brothers and sisters, if you've had to let go of something within your career. And that other one is obviously the big one down here uh, in the physical dimension is obviously your health. What's happened within your health this year? And what are you, are you able to renew before we go into the new here, which we're talking about tonight? What are you going to choose to be? So for me on those particular things, just in those key areas, I have always working on the 5D body. It's in your spiritual self that for me, number one, man, that's your purpose, that you have a higher meaning within your life. It's going into then your physical self. You know, have you tended to that physical body, my brothers and sisters? For you to move forward into the next year, come on, man, your health's got to be number one. And then for you to be able to tend to that emotional and that mental body, but on that other side, on that 5D body I talk about as well, is that psycho-spiritual body or your etheric body. So I know we're going to dive in deep tonight, my brothers and sisters, but what I really want to share with you guys are some tools why the old, outdated, expired programs like setting goals and resolutions, they've crumbled, man. And although you may have manifested some goals this year, be, be authentic and really put down in the box and say to yourself, did I burn myself out to get to that goal this year? Because mm. my Sisters, on the other side of this here, 2022 and 23, we're going to talk about something else where you're going to be able to manifest in another direction. Boom. Okay. Boom. <laughs> Boom. Love it, Ev. Thank you, Matt, for opening us up in such a beautiful, beautiful way. Mm -hmm. um, a lot to unpack there. <laughs> Holy crap. Uh I love that, you know, we, we were talking just just briefly about, um, you know, the spiritual journey in this process. Um, we were talking about this in the opener the sh or before the show when we were all connecting, getting ready to go live that, uh, you know, so often we get caught in this 
sort of belief or perpetuum that we're trying to like fix something or or let something go or move something out of our life or push something away that's not serving us and then invite more in it's like but that's this like rejection of self i mean we are all we are all of this experience from growing up as a child and every lesson that we went through and you know it's it's more about accepting and loving of all parts deeply and fully and honoring of all parts and then yeah turning up the volume you know on that knob on that on that radio cranking the the tunes that we love um and inviting more of that into our lives so mm. it's going to be a beautiful show tonight and the oh and the the topic title was perfectly chosen by the way who are you going to choose to be in 23 not who do you want to be who are you striving to be not who are you desiring to be who are you choosing to be we've mm -hmm. talked about happiness being a choice in our mm -hmm. lives and yes who we are becoming is a choice too and we do that daily and we talk about it all the time with self-love and things like that here on real man so tonight we're going to dive in deep mm. for 23. you know um we just we just hit me with the the title of the show who yeah like right up the side of the head um who do you <laughs> choose to be in 2023. Uh, many of us look ahead at the year or look ahead of our lives and go, what am I going to do? Mm. What am I going to do this year? What am I going to do? What am I going to accomplish this year? As opposed to who do I choose to be? Do I Love choose that, to be me? Set my intentions, create my affirmations, Look at what I would like to do in the world. But letting go of the incessant doing and choosing simply to be who you are and move deeper within that, allowing your light to shine on the world. When we choose to be ourselves or be me, then we can look at our talents, gifts, and abilities. How would I like to use my talents and gifts and abilities this year to express who I am, the being of me, what brings me the greatest amount of joy? I know my biggest challenge for a long time was to fully accept who I am, as Josh just said, accept all parts of me. Um, has been a big, big challenge for me in my life. In the last four or five months of the year, I've been really working um, pretty diligently on um, erasing those old, uh, the old programming and conditioning to now move into 2023, honoring and valuing me and being mm. who I am, loving myself and just moving out into the world, being me. That's who I choose. I choose to be me. It's not about what I'm going to choose to do or the goals I want to reach. I've never believed in goals, to be honest with you. Um, and set the intentions. I'm going to be me. I'm going to bring my talents, gifts, and abilities to the world. And I'm going to open my heart space to have a greater balance of giving and receiving love in my life. Really open my heart space to receive love in my life. 
as opposed to, well, what am I going to do this year? What am I going to accomplish this year? Am I doing? That will usually all takes care of itself in, the, in, our, in our divine soul plan on a divine path. But really opening up to be who we are, opening our heart space, bringing ourselves out into the world peacefully, community, with community, harmony, equality, and creating relationships that support all of that. So relationships that resonate with us, relationships uh, with others who champion our highest good and we do the same. That might just be a way to look at 2023. Yeah, mm. I love that. I, I love you, Jeff. Yeah. Shannon Thompson, she says, how do I choose to treat me? Mm. That's a good one right there. That's mm. a really good one. A whole episode just on that. How do we treat ourselves? Mm-hmm. Emotionally, mentally, <laughs> physically, spiritually. Mm-hmm. And, and if we don't like the way we're treating ourselves, what is it that's holding us back from changing our relationship with that? What do you think, Ev? What holds us back? Or more importantly, how do we pivot in 23 mm. so that we treat ourselves differently, perhaps in how we showed up for ourselves in 22. Mm. What, what, what can you do know, the top two or three steps in changing our relationship with how we treat ourselves? It's a beautiful question. And I think that could be a question that everyone could just really meditate on for the next day or two. Mm. Because if you meditate on something like that, straight away you're taking back your power, my brothers and sisters. There you go. See how she talks about I, how do I choose me? Not how do they choose me or how did it choose, choose me? How do I choose to treat me? Mm-hmm. See, we have to know thyself. We came out of the Christ consciousness last week. Hopefully you'll be able to rise within your own being. So how do you choose to treat yourself? That number one tool for me is to get to know thyself. We have to get back to ourselves, brothers and sisters. I found 22 for me, there were a lot of people trying to steal my energy. But through the power of discernment, not judgment, through discernment and my understanding, understanding of energy, I was able to let go of some of those energies that no longer served me within my potential uh, uh, direction going forward. So get to know thyself. And we're able to ask these questions we become more curious in nature. And I know Jay Riddy talks about this a lot. It's such a beautiful childlike wonder that allows us to explore more about ourselves because, man, I don't know about you brothers and sisters, but over these last few years, I'm sure you've felt the changes, man. I'm sure you've felt the evolution of this body we're floating around in down here. So then we can ask ourselves, you know, simple things like those strengths and weaknesses, you know, those talents, gifts and capabilities that Jeff's talking about. And then for me, you know, going into this here and a lot of people obviously hit me up this time of the year with goals, which we'll talk about. But for me is these intentions of being creating a clear visual of a self-care plan and what that looks like for you. 
Jada Rothman calls them non-negotiables. That to me is going to be so uh, important going into the here 23. Love that, Ev. I want to acknowledge Katrina May coming in from Canada. She said, um, where I got to find where she said what she said. She said... (laughs) I treated myself as a... Yeah? There it is, Jada Rothman. No, I'm not that one. Yeah, there it is. I treat- <laughs> thanks, thanks, Ev. It's always nice to have backup, man. I love there you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Beautiful support. So Katrina May says, uh, I treated myself as a best friend most of the year, but there were too many times treating myself as just an acquaintance. You know, that actually hit me today. It's so funny. I was driving to the store and I was thinking how and kind of along your lines, Jeff, and what we always talk about is this, this level of self-love. But what hit me today is that I can finally trust myself. Mm. And I mean mm. that because mm. when our, when we are reacting to the world as our child self, we're doing all of these things out of patterns to avoid pain and all that. Right. So we betray ourselves so many times. We don't tell people the truth. We try to, you know, build ourselves up and we're trying to, you know, falsify confidence and all of these things. Like we're not being truthful with ourselves and or the world. And when we come into this deep self love and like Jeff was talking about these honoring of all parts and we move into this self love we also start cleaning up our internal dialogue. Mm. And that's where I was betraying myself the most in life. It's like, it's like we're this castle with these big walls, right? Yeah, there's attacks on the outside. But I mean, man, self-talk on the inside was like an attack from inside the mm. walls for yourself. And I couldn't trust myself all those years after all of those attacks and all of those betrayals. And so, yes, it was this self-love part of the time, but then I'd be super critical and an attack from inside would happen and I couldn't trust myself. And what I realized today and kind of, I, I, you know, what Katrina was talking about was that I finally trust, like I've now grown up, to protect me even from the inside attacks Mm. and those inside betrayals and those little white lies that you don't think really mean a lot, but you're betraying yourself and your truth and your honesty by doing that. And I'm not claiming that that's what you're doing, Katrina. All I'm saying was, this is what hit me today. Mm. I finally trust me. Mm. And it's a really nice place to be. Mm. There's a lot, there's a lot of, peace and stillness that I never had up here. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Like I, that's all mm-hmm. I could ask for mm-hmm. is peace up here. And then I can go out in the world and do my thing and have fun and be me. Mm-hmm. Josh, I want to take a moment here just, just to uh, acknowledge you. Um, I don't know about, Jeff and Ev, what, what you guys think, but clearly I have witnessed uh, a significant pivot in you, in you this year. Um, since we started, this this has been your year. 
And I'm curious if you could isolate it to one or two Thanks, things. Jerry. What do you think? What do you think it is? What was the, the number one pivot for you that changed your relationship with yourself in 2022? And how do you carry mm -hmm. it into 23? Because you've got some significant momentum on your on your side, and you've got so many people that just adore you and love you. Starting with these guys right here. All of us. But I am curious, was it, uh, what, what do you think was the, the number one driver or pivot that got you kind of in flow in 2022? I was just talking about that last night and today, actually. Um, trying to pinpoint what it was because actually within the last two weeks, there's been a perspective shift. Um, and I don't want to make the show all about me. We're here celebrating all of us, but I will share that the big key moments were um, boundaries. They were saying no to things in life. They were letting go of caretaking of others um, to get love in return. So I was giving from an unclean place. And that was a big incessant need of mine because I wasn't giving self-love to myself. So there was this need to give to get and an awareness, wrapping more awareness around that and letting that go. There was um, so many um, big key moments this year. What do I want? Um, leaning into me and listening to me and my heart and my desires and doing things just to, like Jeff said, be and not do. I was modeled in my life that doing meant success. And that's what I saw growing up. And you, um, you get to be proud of yourself once you reach achievements. But mm -hmm. I think we get to be proud of ourselves for just being us. And that's the shift. And the perspective shift that has happened within the last two weeks that has been massive is um man it's like you don't <laughs> it's almost like you know ev you'll know what i'm talking about in, in the matrix the movie the matrix when um when neo realizes he can change the code in the matrix and control his environment there you go that's what shifted is like I'm in control. I'm not the child self reacting to the world and in stuck in pattern world. It's like you come back to the adult self and you are in control of your environment, yourself. You're protecting yourself. You don't have to wear that armor anymore. And you can go out in the world and do anything. It's like now you realize the secret to the code and you can tweak it and make it whatever you want. Yeah. And that's the whole point of tonight and going into the new year is we can imagine I'm, I'm sorry i'm on a rant i'm gonna go for a few go, more seconds go, go, go. imagine if martin luther king believed he couldn't believe that lie how many times have we believed the lie that we can't and how many times has it stopped us from doing something that we were wanting mm -hmm. to do or trying to do i mean what if you know einstein was like, ah, I don't know if I could solve uh, relativity, you know? And what if he gave up? 
I'm, all of those times we believe in ourselves that we can't. Let's let's do a paradigm shift tonight, all of us, and get into this I can mentality. I can do this because there's so many things we've proven to ourselves that before we didn't think we could do and we realized that we can. Let's open up possibility. Like Ev said earlier, let's get curious. What if we can? Let's just mm. play in life. Let's go out there and be ourselves and have fun with this positive I can attitude. Mm. And that perspective shift will invite in so much, mm. so, so much opportunity. Mm. Love that. Uh, Jeff, I want to invite you to uh, piggyback off of Jay Riddy, who's really hot tonight. Oof. He is just pumping it out, man. Oh yeah! I know what you ate today, because I want. To- <laughs> uh, but but uh, Jeff, what are you making of all this, and how does this uh, how does this tie into where you're at as as you begin to uh, dip your toes coming into 2023? Which Jeff Fasano is going to show up in 23? Oh, not the Jeff Fasano that was here at the beginning of September. That's for sure. Okay. Yeah. It's the it's the it's the guy who has emerged from so much in the last since the middle of September up until even right now. Um, yeah, I'm just a um, a different person, being who I am, um, and navigating navigating so much of of life in a different and new way that I um, that I've never uh, done before. I've never in my life. Um, understood what being compassionate to myself was, accepting mm. myself, mistakes, all the, you know, moving through all of that and then understanding it more and then understanding the wounding more and, and starting to realize that there are things in my life that uh, are old. One of the tools I'm using now is when something comes up within me, all of a sudden, I, I, like a feeling of not good enough, I'm like, wait a second. Wait a second. I know that feeling very well. I know that feeling inside and out. I don't need to go into that deeply anymore. What, what am I going to do differently? What's the new thing? And, and, that's, and, and it, using that to pivot from diving into thinking that I need to uh, navigate not good enough one more time. I know it. What, what is new for me? So that's a tool that I'm using. Wow, this is old. This is old. This old behavior. And really being cognizant of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I mean, there's, there's a lot that is going to be going on for me in my life come 2023. I got a book coming out in April. Um, and life is going to shift and change from that, it's already shifting and changing on so many levels. But that's all the outside stuff. The thing about it is when I look at things, um, I hit the ground running next week with a whole bunch of things going on, traveling uh, uh, to different places throughout January and February. Um, but the thing about it is that's all wonderful. That's outside of myself. I'm going to go back to what I originally said. Who am I going to be? Who am I going to choose to be within all of that? It's going to be a new person or remembering myself that is not wounded and starting to navigate all of this as an adult to now have a 
totally new experience of life and experiencing all of what's going to be transpiring in, in the first couple of months of the year in a different way. I'm, I'm coming at it from a, a fresh perspective, a new perspective of who I am and, um, and pivoting and changing from, you know, when things come up, if I make a mistake, if something happens, I know the old way. So I've raised my awareness and consciousness to that where now it's going to be something new. I'm going to learn that. I'm going to have compassion for myself. But it's like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to now, instead of going into, I'm using the feeling of not good enough because that's a big one for me. As a matter of fact, what Josh just said, what, you know, to, to entertain something new in the I can't do this, there is something underneath that I can't. And that for me was that feeling or emotion of not good enough. I'm not good mm-hmm. enough. I'm not good enough. And now when that appears and that surfaces, because it always will, I'm going to now move from instead of going into that, I'm going to choose to nurture that wounded child first and then say, let's do something new. Let's move forward. We know that so well. Let's choose a new behavior. Let's choose something different to move into I can, I will. But more importantly, because folks, doorways are going to open and opportunities are going to come to you. And what Josh just said, what popped into my head is, well, this opportunity came, came about, whether it's an opportunity for a new relationship or something else. Opportunities and doorways are going to open for us as we walk our pathway in life. Are we going to ask ourselves the questions? Well, if I walk through that doorway and maybe seize that opportunity, many have the question, oh, my God, what will happen if I make that choice? What will happen if I go into that relationship? What will happen if I entertain that? What will, what will happen? Well, thus needing to control it as opposed to move into it as an adult and allow ourselves to have the experiences of life. And that's what I'm choosing. Beautiful. Love that. Jeff Asano. Amen. Amen. Back in uh, (laughs) NYU, where you come from, New York. I do want to acknowledge Abigail Engel, because I think this is a really, really critical piece for all of us to embrace. She says, I am planning to focus on consciously being in the present Mm -hmm. instead of always reflecting on the past and or dreaming the future. This has been in my heart for a few months. I'm loving it so far. And, you know, for me, this, this is so key um, because so many of us were either living in a past, living in the, when we talk mm-hmm. about the past, sometimes we, we think about um, good memories, but a lot of times we're focused or we're, we're deeply heavy into the, the wounds, the pain, the sadness, the feelings of rejection, the feelings of disappointment and how we're either treated by others or how we've treated ourselves. And then if we're not if we're not obsessively in the past, we're projecting out the future. And when we project out the future, we miss the most important gift, which is the gift of the presence. And so, you know, one of the ways, you know, how can we do that is it's kind of like when you go fishing and you cast that line out. And if that if you don't have that lock and that reel, 
you, you're going to find out pretty quick when you've got 200 yards of line trolling out in the ocean waters, how difficult it's going to be to pull it back in. So it's really, it's, a, it's for us to manage the reel and know when to lock it down. Say, not here, not now, not today. I'm not going back to the past and I don't, not, I don't need to jump into the future. Mm-hmm. And how we do that is by learning how to control our thoughts, learning how to be the master of our own mind instead of allowing our mind to take us out to the ocean, out to sea. What is it that we're, mm-hmm. that we're seeking to see? What we're mm-hmm. seeking is, is we're, that's an egoic's way of wanting to protect us from having a misstep, as Evis talked about in a, a, a pre-show a warm-up today on, on Facebook Live. But, but at the end of the day, what we're really talking about tonight, gentlemen, is how do we learn how to manage our mind, our mindset, rather than allowing our mind to hijack us, allowing our mind to take us into places that we don't need to go anymore. So how do we do that? Yeah. I think one of the biggest keys, and, and thanks for sharing that, sister, because it is important about where we do find ourselves and to really understand understand why we do go future tripping and you know we we, we sit and uh dwell in the past we've got to understand 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 that the brain and the body is hardwired from the past so until we start creating new connections wires or being able to manifest what it is you desire in the present I want you to listen to that word as well. In the present, the present, then you will always be future tripping. So we do have to create and renew possibly the hardware that you've only been used to. And this is why we go back to the past because that's what the ego mind wants to do. It wants to keep you safe. Mm-hmm. It wants to keep you fitting in this world. But what we're talking about here, and like we knew in our old ways, man, and many old traditional cultures, this time is cyclical. That's why I have a shirt on tonight. The future is here now. But who is that being sent from? It's you. You pre-sent it. Digest, (laughs) Digest that for a second, my brothers and sisters. So when you can see and feel what your future self would feel like with beautiful abundance around them? What would it feel like with beautiful connections and networks around them that make them feel at ease Mm -hmm. and peace? When we can start hardwiring some of these connections from that future self, then we we don't need to trip and go future tripping because the future is always just here. Mm hmm So Mm -hmm. it's just getting to understand what we're currently living in, my brothers and sisters, and getting really to know thyself from that level that I'm talking about. Mm. Wow. Just to follow up, up, uh, she said, I finally see that not everything needs to be reconciled. Learning to truly let go is powerful. Mm -hmm. When When we're trying to reconcile, old memories, even if you were to close your eyes in that moment, catch yourself and ask yourself, how old are you feeling? Which, what age are we mm-hmm. that we're trying to reconcile? How old are we feeling mm-hmm. as 
we're in that, that those those repeating reoccurring thoughts that that are mm-hmm. this service. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly gosh. what Jeff Jeff was talking about too is catching that old pattern and letting it go. Mm. There and you go. Saying saying you know <laughs> I know you <laughs> I know you well and I also know the feelings that these, this thought pattern generates mm-hmm. and I don't want it anymore. Mm-mm. We become that protector yeah. of self, that protector of our peace inside those walls. There's no internal attacks anymore. Mm-hmm. When we get to say, sorry, man, <laughs> you've been around for a long time, but you are not welcome here. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about it, Josh, in our, in our warm up in a pre-show before we went live, we, uh, I asked the question, how many, how many weeks after we set a New Year's resolution or the old goals, uh, do we abandon? Do we abandon all of them? And mm. I, I think we had a consensus that it's less than a month. Mm. Data suggests that within four weeks or less, we've already given in. We've already thrown in the towel on whatever new goals mm. or Resolutions we set for the new year. Mm-hmm. Why do you? Why do you? Why do you think that is? What is it that we're truly abandoning? Ourselves. Mm-hmm. It's about you know if we say this is well once again um, this is you set goals for the new year or resolution. I mean resolutions. What is that resolution that I'm going to lose twenty five pounds, thirty pounds? I'm not going to, you know, to me, a resolution is more of what I'm not going to do. Mm. You know, if you really look at New Year's resolutions, it's more of what I'm not going to do anymore, as opposed to setting intentions as to um, what I look to uh, achieve in the world by being who I am, bringing my talents, gifts in the world, as opposed to I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm going to, you know, we're talking about 3D stuff here. You know, what are my New Year's resolutions? You know, I'm going to learn, I'm going to you know, learn how to bake apple pie this year. Um, it's really more, and what we're doing here on this show is really about what are you going to do with your inner self this year? There you go. It's, it's, it's like, it's, who am I going to be? Yeah, looking outside of ourselves. What we're here, what we've been doing on 132 shows, now 133, going to be 134 and five and all that good stuff, is the inner work, the inner pathway, the inner challenges that we have. You know, if we, if we move past through that and be able to befriend our wounded inner children and nurture them, bring them along with us into the new man, the things that we can accomplish and create for ourselves in life in the 3d will happen. You know, one of, one of the things that's just coming forward for me right now is how many, how many of us are living in a, in a place of isolation. And, uh, and, I'm, and I mean that in, in, in the most loving way. It, it doesn't mean that necessarily that we're 
when I say isolation, many of us go right to, uh, is that a state of depression? And um, it doesn't necessarily mean that. I'm just talking about how, how often do we put in an effort to connect with other people? Mm. Connect with people that, strangers that we just may meet in line at the grocery store. It may be the checkout woman. I, I can't tell you how many times when I'm at the grocery store, I'll, I'll ask the woman who's checking me out if I'm not, and I say checking me out, I'm not saying physically checking me out. <laughs> that is. But, but, but in that moment, I'll ask them, how are you doing today? Mm. And I can't tell you how many times this year, a, a number of cashiers said to me, thank you for asking me. Nobody ever asked me that question in life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, what pops up for me right now, if our heart is shut down, if our heart, if we have armor around our heart space, if we're walking around with that veil around our heart space, it doesn't matter if we're in a room or out there socializing every single night. If our heart is, is, is shut down, if, if we have this armor around ourselves, we're living in isolation. It doesn't matter if you're in a room with totally. 50, 500 people walking around every party, every New Year's Eve party you're going to go to. But if, if our heart is shut down and not open, you're going to be living in an isolation no matter what, even if, if, even if you're in relationship with someone. That's mm-hmm. what I was saying at the beginning. You know, Open up our hearts to do what Jay is saying, to open up our hearts and become available to experiences in life. There's a difference between connecting and attachments. Ev, want to take a stab at that? (laughs) (laughs) Connecting with others and attaching to others. Well, the attachment, you know, can really fall on the wounding of yourself. You know, Mm -hmm. you become codependent in a behavior. You can become codependent in a relationship with someone. You become codependent in your attachments to materials. Outcomes. Outcomes. All of it. So it's being able to really let go and, uh, of that control of those outcomes that we have always grown up that we think we have control of. So that's really important going into this new here as well. When we can build connections, well, now we're building connections based on, for me, it's, it's your vibration. It's your frequency. Mm-hmm. It's your resonance. Yep. There you go. Yep. Yeah. It, it all comes down to that. It all, yep. you know, it's all about resonance. It's all about energy. Mm-hmm. Mary Kelly says not to chase the goal or get to the destination, but enjoy the journey of learning a new way to live. Boom. And that was really hard for me for a lot of years, for sure. Everybody always said it's about the journey. It's about the journey, not the destination. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't understand that. I wanted you know, it's, to, it's, it's, but it's, I didn't. Hey, Josh, it's the thing about people say, okay, so when I get there, yes. yeah, then I'm going to look, what, get where? And, yeah, who well, you, and who are you going to be when you get wherever there is? Yeah. When I, when I, I get there, then I can do this. I called it one day disease. It was like one day when I get this, one day when I achieve that, one day when this happens, then I'll be happy. Then then I'll I'll be, and then I'll be, oh, when I get there, then I'll be ready. But, Mm -hmm. but you already are there. 
<laughs> wherever there may be, you know, I um, and, you know, I'm guilty of, of doing that, of course, you know, totally. and I did that yeah. for almost 40 years. Really? Mm. When I get there. But, and that's fallen, and into, I, that's fallen into that trap of the cause and effect. You know, we all grew up. We'd only be happy if we get there, like you're saying, or yeah. if we get this thing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. So as we become masters of manifestation and start co-creating our reality, mm. then my brothers and sisters, I mean, really that's where we will try and get to eventually. But we start to cause the effect. Now there's a subtle difference there because your cause and effect old programming, like we're talking about, you only become happy with these joyful, happier feelings if you reach that thing, get that thing, or pursue on that thing. Yeah. And Ev, you you talk so beautifully about visualization all the time too. And mm. it's that's the having, right? The body, the brain doesn't know the difference between in a meditation, a visualization, or reality. It's it, re- it releases the same happy chemicals in your body. Mm. And so the visualization is just as powerful as actually doing it or being mm. there. And then you are there. You have it already. And you're in this having energy instead of this striving energy. And that's... Tell us a little, and, about, tell us a little bit more about that. How do you, how do you create uh, a model for yourself for visualization? What does that look like? Is it something that you're you're literally drawing out on a canvas, or is it can it just be done in the mind? I, I had one for this show three years ago. Mm-hmm. When I close my eyes, I still see it. There's the key. Close your eyes. Don't overcomplicate this, brothers and sisters. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. It's called for me at the top of this pyramid that we're talking about here. Vision should always be at the top. Mm-hmm. So if you aren't having clarity, confidence within your vision, you may have to check the lenses because your perspective may be a little bit skewed. So that vision then creates and helps us with our purpose down here, brothers and sisters. Mm. And then underneath that, you know, we start forming this identity within our lives. And then hopefully from there, we can start connecting with those talents, gifts and capabilities that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. And for us to start integrating this new software, hardware, you want to, whatever you want to call it, where we are causing that effect, we're going to have to behave differently, mm-hmm. man. We have to be, have differently to what we've always known Mm -hmm. because like i said otherwise your body and your brain will keep taking you year after year trying to create a goal or resolution but then you're going to have to check the very last thing for me and that is the environment we're putting ourselves in Mm -hmm. environment Mm -hmm. is key brothers and sisters Mm -hmm. to your vision yeah yep yep what role does gratitude play I was just going to say too, and it's not just, I mean, vision is not just saying, you know, I I want more money because that'll solve all my problems or I want more this or I want more that. No, it's, it's like what Jeff was saying. How can I take my abilities to the world in a unique way? 
What gifts do I have to give the world? The rest will sort itself out. It's coming at vision from a new angle and a new perspective, being mm -hmm. that power station, being that generator of good energy out in the world. I mean, opportunities will flock to you if you go out in the world powerful as yourself and being truthful mm -hmm. and honest to who you are and moving through life from that space rather than lack, desire, want, need, all that low vibe energy that the world's full of that. Yeah. There's plenty of that out there. And once yeah. again, we just come back to us. Really, right? everything that we're saying tonight, <laughs> it just comes right. It's not about out there. I mean, every everything that we've said tonight individually is all about coming back to here. Isn't it's it funny? Coming right back to ourselves, you know. It took me forty years to walk all the way around the block and come back to me. Yeah, it's just it's <laughs> just that's time, why the, that's why the title of the show is great. Who do you choose to be in two thousand twenty three? We didn't mm. we didn't ask the question. So, what do you want to accomplish in two thousand twenty three? What do you want to do in two thousand twenty three? Mm hmm. Who do you choose to be in 2023? Yep. Yeah, I want to share with you, gentlemen. Um, for me, one of the quick uh, shortcuts to connecting with myself on a daily basis is just taking a moment each day and tap into a very powerful word, gratitude. We spend more time and thoughts about what we haven't achieved, what we don't mm -hmm. have, what we're lacking, whether it be relationship, whether it be money, whether it be our health, whether it be the new car, whether it be anything outside of what we don't have already experienced. And I, I didn't, I wasn't taught about gratitude in my home. And I didn't, I didn't embrace it in my adulthood because I didn't know what I didn't know. And it wasn't until I was literally hours from death and I gave myself permission to die so that I could rebirth and begin a, begin a journey of coming home the self-discovery, to understand not who I had become, but who I was at mm. my core. And that's really what this is all about. Who are we? Mm. And if, if you're at the beginning of the journey and you just have the courage now to ask yourself the question, not who I have become, we know who that person is. And mm. We're asking the question, most likely we don't like we don't like how we're feeling about ourselves, but when we're able to have the courage to step in on this journey of coming home, the return to love, self-discovery, mm -hmm. start to tap in one day at a time, each day that you're gifted a new breath to ask yourself, what am I grateful for today? What do I have? And it doesn't have to be these big things that we need to rent a billboard on the side of the 405 freeway in downtown LA. No, that's not what I'm talking about. 
It's the little things, the little things, the big things. There's no, look, with gratitude, size doesn't matter. What matters is that you just have awareness. Because as soon as you are able to hone in on the little things that bring you joy, that bring you comfort, that bring you feelings of inner peace, love, Size doesn't matter anymore. Mm. Gratitude, I found early on in my healing journey was a power tool. Mm. And I still embrace it each day. So many days, I, I'll say to them, I'll say to my beautiful angel, Mary, I'll say, sometimes I just want to pinch myself. Not to hurt myself, but to wake up. Like, is this real? Is this really is this really the life that we're living or is this just a dream? But here's the truth. We are living in a dream. It's mm. either a nightmare <laughs> or it's real. It's true. And we always have a choice. We always have a choice to, to live in lack or to live in abundance. And the more we tap into consciousness around gratitude, the little things in life that that bring us comfort and in a peace. Mm-hmm. It's no longer a nightmare. Mm-hmm. We create our own nightmares. We're the thoughts that we allow to come through mm-hmm. and how we mismanage our own thoughts. So we always have a choice. We can either live in our head or we live in our heart. And I could tell you, gentlemen, that today I choose to live in my heart. And when I catch myself in my head, Mm. I I put an end to it. I stop it. Mm. And if I have to reach for a a tool to do that, I do. If I'm not able to just kind of take myself out of that, that loop. Mm. Maybe that Josh Richard. Beautiful, Jay. Beautiful. Mm. So many. Uh, That's where I started too was gratitude. Mm. It's the simplest mm. tool we can use. Mm. And um, for anybody who, who isn't a regular practice, because I'm with you now, Jay, too, where I just use that in my daily language all mm. the time now. Mm. I'm, I'm grateful for I find a penny on the sidewalk and I pick it up and I thank the universe for sh- throwing me free money. Mm. Uh, <laughs> you know, that nothing's too small. Mm. and uh i love that jay it was Mm. beautiful but for yeah for those of you who aren't in that practice because it does the mind is a muscle right we got to work it out too and so a gratitude list is a beautiful amazing gift to yourself i mean i lost it all at one point in my life and was living the smallest i had lived since college in my late 30s and had half a million dollars in debt to investors. My life looked the worst when I was doing starting gratitude practice. Mm. And I was and I was the happiest I had been in a decade mm. at that point, with the least mm. I'd ever had, really, since college. So mm. gratitude is super powerful. Mm. So I want to invite all of us to uh, to put a pretty bow in a show and and uh, share closing thoughts around gratitude. As mm. one of us um, lean into 
the new year, which is just a couple of 24 hours away from tonight, what are you grateful for in this moment as mm -hmm. we embrace the new year, new opportunities, new excitement? Jeff, kick us off, please. Mm. Wow. Um, I'm grateful for my courage in the mm -hmm. last, since the middle of September to take the journey, the inner journey that I took where so much old wounding and trauma came up in those months. The courage that I, it took me to do that and, and go within, face it, feel the feelings, allow it. But from that came the gratitude that I have for the people in my life who were there in those moments, who were championing my highest good, who just said, I'm here if you need me. And I'm really, really grateful for so many wonderful people in my life who I know who actually care about me. And that's where I start with gratitude tonight. Those in my life who are there, who have my yeah. back. Beautiful. Jay Ritty, you're up. Mm, celebrating you too, Jeff. I was smiling so big when you were talking earlier about everything that's hit you this year. It's been a huge year for you. Like I'm just, uh, I'm just like right there with you cheering you on too. It's, um, it's really fun. It's really, I'm grateful for having you guys to grow with, to share these stories with, to share space and time and to, um, for the show. You know, we started the show to give, and I feel like I've received mm. so much mm. from you guys and your wisdoms and your talents and your gifts and your hearts. I feel so strongly the sacred space that we've created where it's safe to explore this life together and with guys, no, no less. I mean, I've never had an opportunity like this and uh, it's been incredible. So thank each of you guys. I love you mm. as men, as humans and as souls. And I'm grateful for where the space that we share every week. I look forward to it. It's my favorite part of the week. Mm. Hmm. And we get to share with all of you, the world. Right. right. <laughs> welcome to our welcome to our hangout, yeah. <laughs> where, where we discuss all things life. Thank you, Jay Ritty, for sharing that tonight. Ev, you're out, man. What do you yeah, got? man? It, it is just such a beautiful attitude to go into the new year, 2023, with gratitude, because no matter what stresses, worries, doubts anything we're overwhelmed by, what we bring into the new here can always be, I don't like to use the word, but I'll use it, combated by the power of gratitude. It really, for me, sits on the same frequency as love. 
And for that, when you are actually emanating in the power and accessing love through heart space, you're grateful for everything, man. I was grateful for those people that were trying to stab me in the back this year. I was grateful for the so-called mistakes that I see as missteps now this year. I'm also grateful for this show. I'm grateful for the family on here. I'm grateful for the small things within my life. I'm also grateful for many of the, the abundance that I've received this year. I'm grateful for my experiences. I'm grateful for my choices. Mm. So I'm grateful for everything. But my brothers and sisters, as we go into the new here, 2023, when we ask ourselves, who do I choose to be in 23? The most grateful thing that I am for going into 23, my brothers and sisters, is me. Hmm. Choose me in 23. I get to be me. Simple, not easy. Beautiful thing to be able to say. Well, as uh, as we just said, the 101 in the, this week's last episode of 2022, I want to take a moment here just to acknowledge, first and foremost, our viewers. Thank you for showing up each week, supporting us, um, coming back to hear more, coming back to uh, to share parts of your journey that continues to unfold each week for you. I also want to acknowledge the three of you men. No doubt when I had this vision of basically relaunching uh, interview podcast to a talk show where I've got three other men with me each week I didn't really know how it was gonna how it was gonna go, but I trusted. I trusted the universe. I trusted divine source. That the message that I got didn't come from my mind. It came from my soul. It came from within. And it's been an absolutely beautiful ride. Each one of you has brought me lessons, has brought me gifts, has brought me another, another level of love that, that I didn't know could exist between myself and other men. And it has given me the ability to expand, given me the ability to, to lean into something that I always lacked in my life. And now it's one word, trust. I didn't know how to trust other people because I didn't trust myself. And through this journey of having the courage to step in, to discover who I truly am, I began to heal my wounds around trust and lack of. And that for me is most definitely the greatest gift that was reaffirmed in 2022 is that when I get out of the way and I just trust and I just keep showing up and I keep just 
doing one day at a time, making healthy choices for myself, and then being available to connect with others. Life just keeps getting better. Mm. And so with that, I love you guys. Mm. Love you too, Jay. Thank you for showing up right on time. And with that, happy. Ev, close us out, will you? <laughs> As always, from here, the brothers on a Real Men Real Talk Live. Till next year, yeah, we've been with Real Men Real Talk Live. <laughs>